0: Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Dhamma Friends of Mahameonama I'm so glad that you're joining us now so we can spend time together as Kalyanamitta good spiritual friends Have you ever been stuck somewhere that you didn't want to be? If we can't be content where we are, then it's really hard to be happy. Today, we're going to learn the story of one of the great disciples of the Supreme Buddha, named King Bimbisar. This king understood the Dhamma very well, so much that he could even be happy when he was forced to live in the dungeon of the palace, even worse than being in a prison. But still, he kept practicing the Dhamma and lived peacefully. We'll also hear the verses spoken by the arahant Kadiravaniya Revata. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts.
1: Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu Namutashe bhagvato arehato Sammasambuddhashe Namotas, Bhagebeto arehato. Sama, some namo Namotas, Bhagebeto arehato. Sama, some Buddhas. Dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyam pi buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyam pi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Dutiyampi sanghaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Tatiampi buddhaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Tatiampi dhammaṁ saranaṁ gacchāmi Tatiampi sanghaṁ saranaṁ Gachami Sadhu 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 Say after me. I observe the precept of abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of Abstaining from stealing, I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct, I observe the precept of Abstaining from telling lies, I observe the precept of abstaining from taking, intoxicating drinks and drugs. With the refuge of the noble triple gem, I observe these precepts For happiness in this life For rebirth in heaven To escape from the sufferings of samsara, may it help me, may it be a blessing. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.
0: My Merit Methods How do you like to make merit?
2: Namo Buddha, dear Bantan, dear Dharma friends. For the past few days, me and my sister were helping our parents to clean the house and me and my sister helped my mom to offer Buddha Puja every morning to the Lord Buddha. The good deeds we have done for these past few days was that we always learn Dhamma from the Shraddha TV and we always chant the Ratana Sutta with the monks who conduct that program. When we saw that many people were dying because of this disease, the first thought that came into our mind was that we should pray for them, may they get better soon and may they be well and happy and even if they get to die, may they die in a peaceful mind. Then we earn some good qualities by always doing Ratana Sutta. And when we have like free time, me and my sister always go to the Buddha and chant Ratana Sutta and observe Eight Precepts. So this is what we did during these days. Namo Buddhaya.
0: Namo in a previous episode, one of the monks was talking about how we sometimes have to stay at home when we don't want to, and how difficult that can be. And this is something that, that happens in this human life, isn't it? That we can't go where we want to go, we have to be somewhere that we don't want to be. It's actually a really normal thing. It happens all the time to people. And that Vante mentioned that one of the ways that we can think about our situation if we're stuck like that is to think that, you know, there are many people in the world who are even locked up in prison and don't have any possibility at all to leave. And so when we think about our situation compared to that, it, it definitely doesn't seem so bad. Now, that got me thinking— that I remembered something that happened when the Supreme Buddha was alive that is a really good um, inspiration for us, a way to make our minds very happy, thinking about um, the minds of the great disciples and the way that they would think and the way that they would uh, put up with very difficult situations. So I want to tell you about the life of a King Bimbisara. Now maybe you've heard that name before, He was the king in a city called Rajagaha, and he was a great disciple of the Supreme Buddha. Even before the Supreme Buddha became enlightened, he met the Supreme Buddha and asked the Supreme Buddha, please, why don't you become a king with me? You look like a very powerful person. The Supreme Buddha said, no, no, king, I'm looking for something even better than being a king. I want to become enlightened. And King Bimbisara said, Sadhu, 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 Bhante, please, when you attain enlightenment, come back and teach me. And that's exactly what the Supreme Buddha did. And as soon as King Bimbisara heard the Dhamma from the Supreme Buddha, he became a stream enterer. So he attained the first stage of enlightenment. So for the rest of his life, he lived very happily as a great disciple of the Supreme Buddha. He was even the first person to offer a monastery to the Supreme Buddha. And for his whole life, he supported the Mahasangha. Now, he had a son named Ajatasattu, Prince Ajatasattu. And even before Prince Ajatasattu was born, there were signs that this prince might be trouble for the king. When the queen was pregnant with uh, Prince Ajatasattu, people came to her and said, oh, that baby in your womb that's growing inside of you, he's going to hurt the king. And so the queen thought about even uh, ending the pregnancy so the prince wouldn't be born. But King Bimbisara said, no, 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 I love this child even though it's not born yet. Uh, I would never, you know, so what if something happens to my life? I don't care. And so... Prince Ajatasattu was born and grew up in the palace. And the king loved him very much and took very good care of him. Well, one day, uh, the monk Devadatta, who I think you may have heard of before, Devadatta had the idea to take over for the Supreme Buddha. He thought that he could get rid of the Supreme Buddha and that he could then become the Buddha. Well, of course, it doesn't work like that. You don't become a Buddha by removing the previous Buddha. That's not what it means. But he had this idea, and he thought, well, um, the Supreme Buddha has the support of King Bimbisara. I need to have the support of a king as well. Devadatta had this idea that he would convince Prince Ajatasattu to kill his father and take over the kingdom. And then Devadatta would have a king on his side. So he went to Prince Ajatasattu uh, using his psychic powers and scared Ajatasattu and convinced Ajatasattu that he would be much better off if he killed the king and then became king himself. Very sad, isn't it? So Devadatta, not a good friend. In fact, a really bad, bad friend, because he convinced Prince Ajatasattu to do one of the five things that can cause us to be reborn directly in hell after this life and prevent us from uh, even attaining the first stage of enlightenment in this life, that is killing our father. Prince Ajatasattu, even though he was very scared, he made a plan to go and murder his father. He hid a knife. Inside his clothes and snuck into his father's bedroom at night, and just as he was about to uh, get in there and kill the king, the guards caught him and made a big, big commotion and stopped. Ajatasattu, King Bimbisada, went to his son Ajatasattu and said, "Why are you? Why did you want to kill me? Why were you trying to do that?" And Prince Ajatasattu said, "Well, I want to become the king." Now, most kings would then kill their son because they wouldn't want their son to, to murder them. So most kings would either kill their son to prevent that from happening or send the son away. Not King Bimbisara. King Bimbisara said, well, why didn't you just ask? I'll make you the king. And just like that, uh, King Bimbisara retired and gave the kingdom to his son. Now you would think that that's what Devadatta wanted, right? But he wasn't happy with that because King Bimbisāra, the supreme Buddha's supporter, was still alive. So he told Ajātasattu, "You know that's that's ridiculous. He could uh, King Bimbisāra has a lot of friends. He could take over again at any time. You need to you need to get rid of him." So Ajātasattu thought, well, I I have a really hard time killing him. I'll just put him in prison. And so he sent his father into the dungeon and kept him in prison. Can you imagine that? This son who wanted the kingdom so bad and his father just gave him the kingdom? He didn't have any gratitude. He put his father in jail. Now, this king Bimbisara, even though terrible things were being done to him, he didn't have any anger. His mind was very peaceful. Prince Ajatasattu, who was then the king, decided, well, I'll just, I'll just stop feeding him, and then slowly he'll die, and uh, then I won't have to worry about uh, Bimbisara anymore. So the guards stopped allowing food to come in, but they would allow the queen To come in to visit uh, Bimbisara. And so once the food was stopped, she would sneak food in. She would hide some food in her clothes, but then after a while the king didn't die and so the guards started checking her clothes and they found the food that she was bringing him and said, okay you can't, we're gonna check your clothes. So then she hid food in her hair. Then she had to hide food in her shoes. Eventually, the guards inspected her so carefully that she had to coat her body with honey, with honey and sugar, and then the king would lick that off of her body in order to stay alive. Very terrible situation, right? Can you imagine being in prison for having done nothing wrong? Being in prison and not allowed to eat, even? Terrible situation. But King Bimbisara didn't mind, right? He understood that by learning the Dhamma, by becoming a stream enterer, his life was already safe. That using his mind he could be happy, just using his mind. And in fact he would spend his day practicing meditation, doing walking meditation, back and forth in his prison cell. So Devadatta was so evil had such bad intentions that he wanted to try and stop his father from practicing meditation. And so Ajatasattu ordered the barbers in the palace to come and cut up the bottom of his father's feet and rub salt and vinegar into the wounds. Terrible, isn't it? And when the king saw the barber coming, he thought, ah, my son has finally changed his mind. He sent the barber to cut my hair so I can come out of prison and uh, be ready to, to see the, the kingdom again. But then he found out, no, they were coming to cut up his feet. And did the king, Bimbisara, get angry at that? No. He said, okay, you have a job to do. I don't hate you for doing this job. You go ahead and, and do whatever you have to do. And he gently raised up his feet so they could uh, do this terrible job that Prince Ajatasattu had given to them. So because of the wounds on his feet, King Bimbisara passed away. And since he was a stream enterer, he wasn't reborn in a bad destination. In fact, he was born in one of the heavenly realms, the realm of the four great kings, as a very powerful yakka named Janavasabha, and we even get to hear the story of uh, him coming back to visit the Supreme Buddha as a yakka. But the whole time he was in prison, he never had an unhappy mind. He understood that this samsara is a very difficult place, that we can't count on finding happiness in material things. Even though he lived his life as a king and he enjoyed all the best things, when it came time for him to be separated from those, and be in prison, he wasn't sad. Why? Because he understood that these things in the world, they only bring a little bit of happiness that doesn't last for very long. So this King Bimbisara is a great example for us to think about, right? Because even if we're stuck at home, it's still a much better situation than the situation he was in. When we're stuck at home, We still have food to eat. We don't have to uh, lick food off of someone else's body to get our nourishment. We can look out the window. If we can't even go outside, we can look out the window. We can do all kinds of things. So we don't have any excuse to say, well, I I shouldn't be trapped in here. I should be allowed to go around. We should think, okay, I'm in this difficult situation. I need to remember. What's most important, I need to remember that I can have happiness in my mind on my own. I don't need to have external things. If the king Bimbisara can be happy even in prison, even being tortured, then my situation is nowhere near that bad. Why don't I find ways to collect merit like the king did? Why don't I take this chance to do a little bit more meditation than I usually would? Why don't I take this chance to to learn a little bit more dhamma than I usually would? Of course, nobody likes to be stuck at home or stuck in prison or anything like that. And it is difficult, especially if our minds are not well trained. But still, we can do something to collect goodness into our lives. We can still be happy thinking about all the good opportunities that we have and especially opportunities that we have to learn and practice the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma. So I hope you remember this story of the great disciple King Bimbisara, how much he loved the Supreme Buddha, how dedicated he was to practicing this Dhamma. And I hope that he'll be an inspiration for all of us to think about how we can also take advantage of our situation and live peacefully, even in difficult times. So. Through the power of the merit of learning about this great disciple, may we have happy minds and may we soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbāna in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddha. Teragātā Verses of Arahant monks Now let's listen to the verses spoken by the Arahant monk Kadiravaniya Revata. This Arahant Revata was Arahant Sariputta's younger brother, and he loved living alone in the forest. He's going to tell us how he became enlightened. Listen carefully for the type of meditation that he practiced and the simile that he gives about a rocky mountain.
3: From the day I became a monk, abandoning the home life, until now. I don't recall having any thoughts of hatred in my mind. For this long period of time, I have not been aware of having even a slight intention such as, may these beings be killed, may they be slaughtered, may they come to harm. I have been fully aware of practicing loving-kindness meditation very well, immeasurably, gradually, and exactly as taught by the Supreme Buddha. I developed a mind of loving-kindness toward friends, acquaintances and all beings always delighting in non-harming. Truly, rapture is generated by immovable and unshakable loving-kindness. Foolish people don't practice this, but I practice all four divine-abiding meditations. The monk, the disciple of the Supreme Buddha, calls that jhana, which is divide of thoughts noble silence. That monk attains that jhana. Just as a rocky mountain is unmovable and firm, the monk who eradicated delusion is like a mountain. He does not tremble. To a person who lives without evil and always seeks purity, a hair's tip-mesher of fault seems as if it's the size of a big cloud. Just as a city is well-guarded inside and out, so you should guard yourselves without letting your life follow the wrong way. Don't miss this great opportunity. I don't desire death, nor do I desire to live. Like a person who is waiting for his monthly salary, I am waiting my time to attain final extinguishing at passing away. I don't desire death, I don't decide life. With clear mindfulness and wise awareness, I am waiting the day to attain final extinguishing and passing away. The great teacher's instruction has been respectfully followed by me. The Buddha's path has been fully followed by me. I put down the heavy load of defilements. I rooted out the fetters of existence. I became a monk with the wish to achieve one goal. That I have achieved. I have cut all fetters. Therefore, dear people, this is my only advice to you. Practice the path to Nibbana diligently. I will absolutely attain final extinguishing at passing away. I am liberated from all suffering. These verses were said by Arhant Kadiravanya Revata.
0: We're so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you like to draw pictures? I think that the story we learned today would make really nice pictures, wouldn't it? There's lots of action going on. Devadatta with Ajatasattu. Ajatasattu trying to kill his father. King Bimbisara practicing meditation in the dungeon. And you could use those pictures to help tell this story to your friends and relatives. That way, you can share the Dhamma too. And you also have a good reminder to practice the Buddha's teachings. We also heard today from some of our friends how they're collecting merit being stuck at home. I want you to think right now about all the wholesome and beneficial things you could be doing even if you're stuck at home. And don't think of any of them as too small. Even just bowing and paying respects to the Supreme Buddha is a huge good karma that most people in the world never get to do. Then, at the end of the day, you can think back about all the good things that you've done and sleep very peacefully. The monks here would love to hear about all the good things that you're doing these days to collect good karma and merit into your lives. Just click on the show notes link and have your parents help you record a voicemail so we can share it on the air. It'll inspire all of us to keep practicing the Supreme Buddha's teachings. Now let's share merits. Today, in this short amount of time, we've done many, many wholesome actions. We've listened to this story about King Bimbisara and how he faithfully practiced the Buddha's teachings even when he was in prison, never having an angry mind at his son. We've gone for refuge and taken the precepts, we've listened to the ways that uh, some of our kalyanamitta are collecting merit at home, so in that way we practiced murita, rejoicing in their good action, rejoicing in their merit. We also listened to some verses spoken by this arhat monk and how he practiced loving-kindness meditation and how he made his mind strong and stable like a mountain. So when we do actions like this, we like to share this merit with others as well, so they can also be happy thinking about what we've done. May our teacher, Lokusha, rejoice in this merit. May all heavenly beings have happy minds thinking about the good actions that we've done. May our parents, our teachers, our relatives rejoice in this merit. And through the power of this rejoicing, through the power of this merit, May they all soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. nama Buddhaya.